Today we are going to continue our teaching on gifts and what? Callings. Glory to God. Gift and calling. Pastor Ben, it's good to see you. Miss you on Sunday. (laughs) Glory to God. The mafia, amen. I actually stopped at uh, when we were talking about uh, the ministry of reconciliation. That is where I stopped, amen. And I said that um, every one of us, every one of us, everyone that is a Christian, amen, have a ministry of reconciliation. Say amen. So we're going to continue from there. Let's go back to the book of Second Corinthians 5 from verse 18. Amen. And um, today is a new month. Say amen. amen. Today is the month of March. Amen. Glory to God. You see, two months of the year 2022 have gone already. Amen. How many months? How many months coming now? Nine months, nine months, not ten. Nine, nine, nine or eh? yes. So it's coming. Glory to God. And today is like being paid. Today is about being paid. Baby, little baby is is missing into is missing into the leap years. Four years. The mom did well for her. The mom is here at church. Amen. So big happy birthday yesterday or today. I don't know in between now. Glory to God. When I met Big Bay, she was 18 years old. And I don't know why I can't still see her above 18 years old. And Big Bay, how old are you today? 30. So it was 12 years ago. I was asking you, how old are you? You told me 12. I said, what? I'm 18. I said, what? And she still looks like that, amen. Well, you are blessed, amen. Happy birthday. So I call your name during my message to say happy birthday to you. Amen. I'll not do happy birthday to Bola. It's you. <laughs> Glory to God. So, during prayers today, right, it came up in my heart because it had been, it had been what was even yesterday in prayers, that's what I've been struggling in my heart, not struggling, but in my heart, about preaching the gospel, following God's desire, I mean, fulfilling God's desire. Something was coming to my heart, and I want to say it again, like I said it in prayers yesterday, I said it in prayers today, I want to say it this evening, you know, a lot of times we come to prayers, and I'm not saying this is wrong, so please don't, don't misunderstand what I'm going to say, but a lot of times we come into prayers, and we come into prayers with our own desires, you want this, you want that, you desire this. And there's nothing wrong with that. Amen. Nothing wrong with that. And we pray our desires, we cry our desires unto the Lord. And He hears us. Amen. But then, in my heart yesterday, today, it's why don't we come today? Right? I don't just spend time not praying our own desires, but praying the desires of God. Are you still with me? The desires of God. What's the word? If God desires to do anything, He can just as well just do it now. Do we have to pray it? Now that is where you miss it. Because on earth here, right, 
we have to pray his desire for it to come to pass. Why? Because he has given the earth to the sons of men. The authority of anything that happened here on earth is in the hands of men. Not the devil. Men. So in prayers, it's like we give God the permit. The last sense, to do things here on earth. Because here on earth, we are the authorized one. Even the devil himself, right? He cannot do anything on earth outside man. That's why he possesses people to carry out his will. Believe me, if every man on earth decides that they are not going to yield to the devil, right? The devil's will, the devil's desire will not have a say, a foothold on earth. Every of the desires of the devil you see manifesting on earth is coming through a man. Glory to God. And in the same way, if every man on earth decides that we are not going to yield to God to bring out his will to pass on earth, God's hand will completely be tied. Talking about the children of Israel in the book of Psalms, the Bible says they, they tie God's hands. They hindered him. No wonder in the prayer, that what we call our Lord's prayer, you see the will of God being prayed. That will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Man has to pray it. I say man has to do what? Pray it. And Bible says that it's God's will that all be saved. The book of Timothy. And come to the knowledge of God. It is God's will that all be saved. It is God's will that all be saved. And come unto the knowledge of God. And it's our responsibility to take this will of God. Amen. And pray to pass on earth. So in this month of March. Amen. We are marching forward. Amen. Amen. To bring God's will to pass on earth. We are marching forward to win souls. We are marching forward to preach this gospel. Louder. Stronger. Than ever before. Amen. So I was saying it humorously. I said even me I can get wine. Amen. So in the month of March. We are marching forward with the gospel. So that is our motto in this month of March. Say that I'm saying this month of March. We are marching forward. Forcefully, amen. Preaching the gospel. We are preaching this gospel. On our street corner, in our street corners, in our offices. Amen. We are preaching this gospel in every gathering that we are involved in. We are preaching this gospel on the social media, on the mainstream media. We are preaching this gospel everywhere. It's our responsibility. Amen. It's our responsibility. Go to, go to Mark. I'll come back here. I'm going to come back here. Go to Mark 16 from verse 15. Tell your neighbor that the preaching of the gospel 
It's your responsibility. I thought that was meant for the preachers. You thought wrongly. Amen. It's meant for every Christian. Every Christian. Like I said this morning in my broadcast, you don't have to preach like your pastor. You don't have to preach like your popular evangelist. Amen. But in your own way, preach this gospel in your world. Preach this gospel in your world. And you know your world, your school, your workplace. Amen. Your street corner, your neighborhood. That train you enter always to go to work or buses to go to work, depending on what you do. That is your world. Let your light shine. And I love this instruction here, right? Look, this instruction here was not given in a suggestive matter. Okay, if it's, con- if it's convenient and conducive, if, the government, if your government allows it, <laughs> if Russia does not attack Ukraine, Then preach the gospel. No. It was a command. In season and out of season. And, and after prayers yesterday, I felt so strong in my heart. I said, look, I need to tell people, I need to tell church members, I need to tell those that bother to listen to me. That's why I'm doing it. Amen. He said, and he said unto them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. It's a command. It's Jesus' last words on earth. Before he was taken up into heaven. I've seen some people Hold on to dearly the last words that came out of their dad's mouth before he went to glory. So this was the last thing he said. So we're going to do it. Well, these are the last thing Jesus said when he was physically here on earth. So we're going to do it. Thank you, sir. You are going to put your time into it. Thank you. Let me say that, let me say that again. I, be, I believe I hear a better amen. I said, we're going to put your time into it. Amen. You're going to put your resource into it. Amen. Your thinking into it. Amen. You are going to put your money into it. Amen. It is a commandment. Amen. The next verse says, They that believe and are baptized shall be saved. They that believe not shall be damned. And these signs shall follow the believing one. So he's talking to those who believe. In my name, they shall cast out devils. So we are responsible. And I say that strongly. Capital letter all true. We are responsible to preach the gospel. To cast out devils. See the devil operating in that person. Lay your hands on that person and cast out that devil. We are responsible. In the name of Jesus Christ, we have the name. We are the one authorized to use the name. 
So because you have the name, you are the authorized one. Sama, this is the work of the ministry. Our ministerial gift equipped the church to do the work of the ministry. I'll say that again, and I'll come there. Because I'm going to this evening, then I'm not in. Ministerial gift equipped the church to do the work of the ministry. Pause here, I'll come back. Let me show you the scripture. Let's go to the book of Ephesians. So, um, I'll put it on that way. The essence of the ministerial gift is for you to be fully equipped, right? To do the work of the ministry, to preach the gospel to everyone. The body of Christ. There are three main reasons for it. And the book of Ephesians says so. Ephesians 4, did I say 4? Glory to God. Are you still with me? Can I hear a good amen? Yeah. Ephesians 4. Let us, let us start from verse 11. Glory. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastor teachers. Why? Look at it. For the perfecting of the saints. That's one of the reasons for it. For the perfecting of the saints. Look at the next one there. For the word, the work of the ministry. The work of the ministry. And you're picking that out. But you can read that. About, there are more than that. For the define of the body of Christ. Three of them there. That is the essence of ministerial gift. To perfect the body of Christ. To equip the body of Christ to do the work of the ministry. What is the work of the ministry? Right? Ministry of Reconciliation. And to edify the body of Christ. So, apostle, prophet, pastor, evangelist, teachers, they equip the body to do this. And to be this. When is it going to end? He said, till we come into the unity of the faith. Unto the knowledge of the Son of God. Right? Uh, well, I was quoting it. Till we come to the unity unto the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the nature of the status of the fullness of Christ. That henceforth we, do, we are no longer children tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. The cunning craftiness of men, the sly of men, but speaking the truth in love we grow. Amen. So I went there to just portray what I said, right? Ministerial gift is meant to equip the body of Christ so that we can do the work of the ministry. Every one of us should be out there in our own way. Amen. In our own way. Glory to God. You don't have to preach like Jake's. You don't have to preach like Deji. You don't have to sing and preach and prophesy like Mosi. I mean, Amen. Okay. <laughs> no, in your own way. Say amen. In your own way. In your own world. In your own world. 
Back to, uh, back to Corinthians, please. 2 Corinthians 5. In your own way, in your own world. I keep saying that there are people there. There are people here on earth, like, like looking. Listen, the hottest evangelists on earth will never be able to get themselves. They are, they are meant for you. God will prepare them and bring them into your world. They are meant for you. Rehan Pocket can come if he's still alive, can come and do crusade in Nigeria a thousand times. Those guys will not hear anything until you open your mouth and speak. Are you hearing me? And sometimes it's not preaching and running from one end of the pulpit to the other, sweating. I was talking about it's just a testimony. Can you imagine? You know, I, I was driving, right? Like somebody gave me a testimony on Sunday when I prophesied about. Uh, I'm going to share that testimony tomorrow. I really like it. When I prophesied that that um, nobody would die, dead, right? But it was time that she was coming to church and she was just smelling petrol. She didn't, she didn't pay attention to it. When she was going, the people there moving the church bus say, "Stop! Stop! Stop!" When they opened that trunk. Uh, the hood of the car, the petrol was all around. They said, ah, Madam, you are lucky. One spark. It's not local. It's God that spared her life. And she said at the rev, I, that when you say that, that nobody died, she felt it was her. And she stood up and went and saw a seed. You see, that testimony, she cannot give that testimony in an office. And that conk unbeliever. Can just break down. Because that uh, Richard can go and preach to the person. Jesus can go and preach to the person. They just can come and preach. You'll you be laughing at yourself. <laughs> this thing we have had this. Just leave us. Just leave us. But that your testimony. You see? Did you say that happened to you? And you see tears coming down her eyes. Or his eyes. And you see him giving his life to Christ. Sometimes I'm always. Um, baffled about what God really used in what I'm saying to persuade that person. Are you still with me? What? The, what? The, what? The, because when you see some people, you see tears, and you're wondering why is he crying. But there's something God has put in your heart, and you said at the right time. We are equipped. For the work of the ministry. So I say that again. Ministerial gift equipped the church. That is all of us. One of the things he equipped us for is for the work of the ministry to preach this gospel. Now let's go back to this place. Say, uh, and all things are of God who has reconciled us to Himself by Jesus Christ and had given to us the ministry of what? Reconciliation. So, if you are reconciled, if you are reconciled, it means that if you are born again, bracket close, God has given you the ministry of what? Reconciliation. That is the work of the ministry. So, do me a favor, turn to your neighbor and say, are you born again? The decibel of our voice keep going down. It will rise up again in Jesus' name. Say, are you born again, sir?
If the person say yes, if the person say yes, say that means you have the ministry of reconciliation. I never knew that before. Praise God for the Bible. You are knowing it now. And ignorant is not an excuse. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. You are knowing it now. You have the ministry of reconciliation. This is what we are here on earth. We are being, we are being equipped by ministerial gift. When they have a moment with the king, it's equipping you for the work of the ministry. When they sing and lay hands on you and kick you and act you, it's being equipped for the work of the ministry. When Jesus come here and, and vibrate the place, you are being equipped for the work of the ministry. Amen. And Pastor Joe come and his own way, just coolly keep breaking it. Dear, dear, little, here a little, dear, little. Amen. You are being equipped for the work of the ministry. Out of three desires, one of the ten. Second one is for you to be perfected. And third is for you to be what? Edified. Charged up. There are so many on charge. Amen. Christian. Roaming around in the church. I'm serious. And why they are not charged is because they don't yield. They are not listening to the ministerial gift God has sent to them. They are not. Because that is his job. That is why they are not upon him to charge you up. You know, when I was living in Zambia, so many people say, Oh, thank you for coming. Thank you for coming. Even non Savannah members say, Oh, thank you. Your coming really comforted us. You know, it charged us. I said, That is the anointing. That's why the anointing is upon me. It's not because I have two heads. It's the anointing. When I was going, it, was, it, it looked so difficult. I thought, so many, so much work, so much journey. I, I was trying, I did my best. I told God, his wife, help me. So I, if it just one flight, I couldn't. I had to sleep. Just by prayer. Before I even preach, preach the first message, by coming, people already been edified. Ministerial gift and human Start, let me use it again. Human are the ministerial gift. I didn't read from the Ephesians 4. I didn't read from the top. It says he led captivity captive and gave gifts to men. What are the gifts he gave to men? Men. Men are the gift to men. So Jesus is a ministerial gift to you. A blessed ministerial gift to you. Everybody that that is called in all those, let me tell you the word, special anointing. They are ministerial gift to you. God give the gift of men to men. And what is the gift? What is the gift of men? What does it mean? For the defying of no first, give the first one there. Perfecting, maturing of the body of Christ, the saints. For the work of the ministry, for the defying of the body of Christ. That is the three reasons. And if any minister, thank you, sir. If any ministerial gift is not doing that, yeah. right? Either they are not a ministerial gift, or they are abusing their powers. Amen. 
Is that they are not or they are abusing? Because that is, you see, when you don't know the purpose of something, abuse is inevitable. Glory to God. I say glory to God. You see, ministerial gift, eh? Ministerial gift. The purpose of ministerial gift. How many of you see that? How many of you saw in that place? That's a better place, sir. How many of you saw in that place that uh, ministerial gift are meant for squeezing? <laughs> I know you didn't expect that. <laughs> say, man, this gift, God, that's how God gives us pastors so that we can go and be collecting money from them. That is not the reason for ministerial gift. That is ministerial gift abuse. No, now listen. As a Christian, right? And God has equipped him, loaded him with money. He can't be of help. He should be of help. But that is not the reason for him being a ministerial gift. Why is it a ministerial gift? For you to be perfected. For you to be able to preach the gospel. For you to mature. That was perfecting. There is a maturing of sense. Thank you, sir. The number, the number one reason why so many people are angry or offended at pastors at churches. Number one reason is because communication. All the, all the time I'm there, he did not give me any money. He did, it's just that monetary aspect. You know why? They are not, they are not seeing the reason for the anointing. How many of you will carry, you know, in the old, in, with, nowadays we have blend down everything, right? But those days, uh, uh, I, I can remember seeing my grandmother, I can remember seeing my mother using the grinding stone. I remember somebody gave me one grinding stone. You know, that guy should have been following me. So when we came to this house, they brought that, they just look at it and say, what is this? They just drop it outside. So a few days ago, I was like, ah, look at this grinding stone, you see? You can just drop it there. And I, it, 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 um, Emmanuel, I think Emmanuel and Minister Ayo that brought my things there. Uh-huh. I feel the young guy just said, maybe it's to use to wage car. <laughs> because now you're just, just there. I said, this is a grinding stone, no. This is expensive. I mean, this, you're, you're outside there gathering dust. Nobody's ever around. Nothing I ever use it. I can sell it. <laughs> But you see, so you know that you can carry your this your pepper, you know, you can go and grind it, grind everything. How many of you you, you want to grind pepper today? Maybe your your husband just bought a new car. A new car. You want to say, man, honey, the the top of your car is so sleek. Then you go and put the pepper on it. I carry grind it. You see a best man. I just carry guys. I just you know the first time you put the you they, they, they I used to watch my mom and the rest. They use the the stone. They want to use to break it first. To break it first. Break it up. They, they pull it back together. I put that. They just. <laughs> yeah. I know if you do that to your car. Was the environment as a weird example? Yes, because that is not the purpose for the car. It's not. But 
a person that doesn't know will do that. How many of you have watched one Nigerian movie called uh, Osofia in London? Something like that. I hardly watched Nigerian people. That one I saw. I can't watch it in London. <laughs> I kept laughing. I kept laughing. You see, a guy did not know a lot of things there. My, he came to Trafalgar Square and he was catching pigeon. <laughs> I want to create fire to, to, to roast. <laughs> they will arrest you. And do you know, like, you know, for killing that pigeon, you'll be arrested and locked up. One footballer kicked his cat. And it became a news. I say, people don't have work. Yeah. Don't have work. Because he kicked a cat. Somebody filmed it on social media. I say, people don't. I always say, to be honest, I, I, they were, people were really angry. They were even booing him. They said, some people even said, did you fire him? I say, is that serious? <laughs> Come Nigeria. You have a heart attack. When somebody carry uh, Tongari, I hit his dog for coming close to the food. <laughs> wow! And now we go out. Don't say I'll come back here and be waiting for the food. Nobody, nobody will join you. That what? <laughs> Animal rights. Glory to God. When you don't know the purpose of things, you abuse. You know the purpose of ministerial gift. And on the other hand, you, you have a ministry. Everyone. Your ministry is what? Reconciliation. Ministerial gift equipped you in church so that you can do what? Get souls, win souls. So I can win souls. So, you, you see why this is so much in my heart and in the heart of God. Because we have been coming and we have been teaching. You are growing. You are being edified. You are, you are not winning souls. In this time of a uh, fair crisis, amen, which I told Bumi carefully that he said, in fact, I said, I'm not in that world anymore. I am not in that world anymore. God always help me. Amen. Well, I believe that. But it's not like, can you imagine if you go, and it has happened to me, and they fill your tank up, and it's bad for you, and you, 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 your tank is filled up, and you're so happy. Oh, then you move small, the car just will go off. Can you imagine how frustrating it can be? You know, I was going home one evening, right, in the midst of hold up, Enjoy myself listening to uh, all of this music that Ebe gave me. And my head was just dancing in the car, like um, Mazi said. And the car, you're, 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 am I just? I thought that you're just sneezing. You know, sometimes your car just sneeze. I thought you're just sneezing. It did the guy, you went off. The midst of the whole world, people were just honking off. I just put my double flash on. Just stay there. Richard! <laughs> call Richard, I call Emmanuel, I call Daddy, and I just stay there. Daddy will horn, horn, almost like they, your guys don't move from the road, move your car on the way. Everybody, we know they say everything they want to say. 
One second, your food has finished. I said, look. You know, it, it's very frustrating when the reason why you put the food inside is not achieved. Now think of how frustrating it is to God when the reason why he has been building you, right, is not being achieved. I'm still preaching on for the work of the ministry. Now, I'll go back there. You see, look at this. No, no, no. Go back to, thank you very much. Go back to 2 Corinthians 5. Where 18. Let's go to 19. 19. And this, uh, this one, uh, like this one, I mean, Pastor Noah was uh, leading prayers in uh, the London prayers. And he quoted this thing, this place. And honestly, I don't know how many times I've read this place. I don't know how many times I've preached from this place. But when Pastor Noah just quoted it, uh-uh. it's as though I've never seen it before. You don't have to, do not jump out of the bed. None of those money prayers. We'll be, we'll be doing, we'll lie down in bed, amen. And doing shimu shimu prayers. Shimu 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 shimu. The fact the, 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 how they call it? The, the Zoom is on, amen. And we are not allowed to do, uh, picture. So they can't see it. I always tell you, I say, I, I, I don't trust that thing, amen. Some people just, they all only talk about your sleep off. But since it's the morning, people complain, oh, they're in their night gown, they're in their this, they're in their that's in my mind, dress up. Put the video on. Anyway, I was just praying. I was praying. I remember what you said. You know, my eyes pop. I grab my phone. I say, "What? This is what he said." And it has been saying. I have been saying that. I have been saying that. It never registered. Look at it. Let's read it first. To wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the world to us, to Himself. Pardon me. Not imputing their trespasses on them, and had committed unto them. The word, the word, or the message of reconciliation. Before I, te- I tell you what hit me, let me say this thing. We have a ministry of reconciliation. Say amen. amen. And we have what? A message of reconciliation. You have a ministry and you have a message. The idea is not for you to go out there and just say anything that you feel like saying. It's not to go out there and tell them 25 reasons why Aaron's rod brought out flowers. <laughs> or the mystery behind Samson's hair. No. Leave that one. Go to the message. And I think, how many of you have gone to a finish station before? And you not see diesel. You not see petrol. You not see kerosene. Right? Yeah, you see two of them. And your car is powered by, let's say, petrol. You'll say, all the time that, that petrol, petrol, they buy. Today I'm buying kerosene. And you pump kerosene to the car. Let's be different, yes. No. What is meant to power this car is petrol. It's petrol. This ministry of reconciliation. His, its message is here. It's there. And that, 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 that is the first I want to know. The second thing is that is the word to wit. To wit means to know. And that is what Nuba said that 
just started spinning me. To know. You see, can you give me 18 and 19? Let's just read it together. So this is the message. And we are to make the world to know this. And all things are of God who has reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ and has given to us the ministry of reconciliation to know that God was personally in Christ reconciling and restoring the world to himself. Not holding or counting against men their trespasses but canceling it. And has given us what? The message. This message. So your job, right, is to let people know that God personally came to forgive you all your sins. He personally came and reconciled you to it, to himself. Canceling or forgiving all your sins. It's not, it's not complex. Can I say something else? This message is not Ten Commandments. We are not going out there with the ministry of reconciliation to preach the Ten Commandments. No! Let me try this time. Maybe I'll get a better amen. No! <laughs> we are not going out there to preach the Ten Commandments. No! Is what the message of because to know that God was in Christ reconciling the world, world. Can I have one of those small books? Can I have one of those small books? Right? You see, that, that part, somebody read it. Pastor or pastors, but not only, not only one of them, read it and came back and met and said, Are you saying that? God had forgiven the world their sin. I say, yes, I am saying it. Because I have to add, I say, yes, I'm saying it because the Bible says it. I have to add that part. And the Bible says, so all people need to know is to know that their sins are forgiven and do what? And take advantage of it. Accept what God has done for them. You know, things are done for people and they don't accept it. Do you know I've offered to buy somebody a car before I say no? Yeah. That's what Angie said, I'm not taking it. <laughs> so, the person not having the car is not because it wasn't offered to the person. He said no. That you don't worry about it. I said, why? You are still angry. Glory to God. A bear is doing a sound like this. <laughs> I'm about to buy a car. So, you see, so don't say that the things, somebody say, wow, car, that's a big thing. Somebody say, no. This is far, far, far bigger than the car. Far, far bigger than the car. Except you are spiritually dead. Forgiveness of sin is far greater. Outweighed anything you can think of. Yeah, can I can I have it in the in the amplified translation? Amen. 
You have been reconciled. You have been reconciled to favor with God. What can be better than that? I'm at peace with God. God is not angry with me. God favors me. And he's the one that paid the price so he can favor me. How can things be difficult for me on this earth when God favors me? This is the message that has been committed into our trust to tell people. Amplify, say, but all things are from God who through Jesus Christ reconciled us to himself, received us into favor, brought us into harmony with himself, and gave us the ministry of reconciliation that by word and deed we might aim to bring others into harmony with him. It was God personally present. And I like that. Personally present. In Christ, reconciling and what? Restoring the world to favor with himself. Not counting up and holding against men their trespasses, but what? Canceling them. And I committed to us the message of reconciliation, of restoration to favor. This is the message. Can I say can I say something that will be a little bit shocking? But the truth. Amen. The message is not to even go and say, Stop drinking. You are drinking too much. You drink like a fish. Stop drinking. And God will save you. That is not the message. That is not the message. Uh-uh. The brew we are they made for you. That's not the message. Thank you. That's no good news. That is not the good news. Say amen. amen. Everyone, we are taught to tell them that the soul that sin it, it shall die. I said that is a statement of fact, but it's not the good news. It's not a good news. The first time I remember from from three, after I got born again, we we're going to evangelism in some of those tea village villages around my school. And they have to teach us how to preach. Come out tell that they that all have seen and fall short of the glory of God. So you need to, you need to let them know that they are sinners. Two. Then bring them to repentance. How on earth am I going to do that? You have a power over somebody's mind. Then, then bring them, then get them to repent and confess all their sins. I'm telling you the truth. I wrote them, I crammed them. Repent and confess all their sins. No, wait. Even you, from the time you got born again now, not even when you're unbeliever, the time you got born again now, can you remember all your sins? I have not seen anything. That's really a sin right now. You have not seen. I have not seen. That's a lie. Now, the way you have looked at me also, it's a sin. The way you have disdained me in your heart, it's a sin. Do you know that? The way you have spoken evil 
about me. It's a sin. Oh. That's why when, when Jesus Christ decided to break the law, he said, you guys are talking about the law, Pharisees. Let me break down the law to you. He said, you have heard that it is said, that you have not commit murder. He said, no, no, no. If you are angry at your brother without a cause, it's a sin of, it's a sin of murder. You know that, according to, you know, if you kill somebody, murder is punishable with your blood. You ransom it with your blood. That's what the law says. Now, Jesus is saying that if you are angry at your brother without a reason, you know how many husbands will have died now? I'm preaching though. You all wake up in the morning. You all look at your wife. I say, good boy. Say, what is good about the morning? You will just give one hint. You told this girl, oh baby, oh baby, you are the only mosquito in my net. You are saying that you didn't know you are saying the only mosquito in my net. Now that he's fulfilling the role of a mosquito. <laughs> now that he's fulfilling the role of mosquito. Amen. Singing your ear, you slap yourself, you slap your And it's the only mosquito in your net. You are not waking up in the morning and hissing. You are angry at her without a cause. According to a law, you are a murderer. And John Adam said, There are no murderer, murderer. Have eternal life on the inside of him. Can we break the law? Can we break the law? Jesus said, You say, You are father, you say, You should not commit fornication or adultery. <laughs> if you look at a woman to lust after her, you have committed adultery with her. Now, everybody's quiet. <laughs> so, that girl passed by and you almost crashed your car. Your wife almost slapped you. <laughs> I hold you, what are you looking at? Say nothing. Two lies. Two sins, follow me. Fornication and lying. He said a lot of things to the point that you don't want to insult somebody, right? It's a terrible sin in the sight of God. To swear is a terrible sin in the sight of God. Can I say preach? That is not the gospel God has asked us to go and preach. That is the gospel. We have the ministry, we have a message. Oh, the first time I saw this was Kenneth E. Hagen book, right? One small book, almost like this, called Ministry of Reconciliation. I bought so many copies of that book. Then they were selling it for 50 kobo. <laughs> 50 kobo per one. Those days are gone forever. <laughs> 50 kobo per one. He said in that book, he said, if we preach the, the gospel, the way God has designed to be, people will be running over themselves. To come to church. Because instead of church being a place of comfort. Amen. And a place that takes away burden. Our sin. Church. Apart from our own. Amen. <laughs> I say by faith. Church has become a place of condemnation. People come in. 
and they are condemned. They, they have mighty on them. Sometimes they come from the pulpit. Sometimes they come from people. Those of you, you are taking over the ministry of the devil in the church. Going around, passing condemnation, judging people, saying things. Amen. But you see, you have to be careful. That is the same warning. The same warning um, Paul was talking about Alexander the Coppersmith. I can tell you, Alexander the Coppersmith was not an unbeliever. He was a brother in church. The way Paul was talking about him, he had a ministerial call. But Paul has said that he has done us much evil. Why? The things he says. Accept the difference, right, of your brother. I mean, I'm going to say that when I talk about a uh, profane person. But accept the difference of your brother. You see, not everybody must minister the same way. That's why it means it differently. Accept the gift of that person. Or not, they are not your brother and be blessed. You don't sit down behind there. Amen. Or sit outside and be judging people. Adam sees everything. Adam may not even talk. God sees everything. And God rewards. Say amen. I've been saying that recently. People need to realize that. There's nothing you do or say that I don't know. It's my church. And I have the prophetic anointing. I have eyes everywhere. Sometimes I'll all wake up, I will know. Sometimes somebody will come and tell me. Two doors to Avenue, I know. Get involved in the ministry of reconciliation. Let's say it again. Say, in the month of March, in this month of March, we are marching forward, preaching this gospel. Say amen. I really want you to be an upbeat to that. I want that. So shall it be amen. Amen. Then let's let let go we'll go to the next thing. I think I'll say one more thing, but after about 15 more minutes ago. Let's go to let me finish up this one. Let's go to Mark 16, verse 20. 16 verse 20. Verse 20, thank you. And they went forth and preached everywhere. The Lord walking with them and confirming the word with signs following. What captured my heart is what they went forth and preached everywhere. Everywhere. Tell they were everywhere. everywhere. And that's our motto. Not just for this month. Amen. All our life. Amen. We'll go forth and we'll preach world everywhere. You're not saying it to Why am I finding it difficult to get you to say this one? Okay, say it after me. Say there's a mighty supply for me. Say it louder. Let me hear you, Sokoto. Okay, good. Now, say that there. I'm preaching everywhere. I'm preaching everywhere. 
There's a mighty supply of souls for me. Everywhere. You see, use everything in your arsenal. Use the gift God has given you. Glory to God. I remember then, bless his darling heart, um, Reverend Philip Bakunga. He has gone to build the Lord now. I mean, Oasis of Love uh, Church, then in Joss, right? Um, um, Philip Bakunga Ministry, Oasis of Love Church. They started, they started church, right? Within a year, within a year, right? They had a crowd. Now, I'm not exaggerating this. No exaggeration here. They had a crowd. You know what? Everybody would go out. People went out with different flavors. Lots of people, some of the brothers would carry uh, shoe polish and go out into, into the street. They all say, can I polish your shoe for you? And they'll polish for free. Why they are polishing to you? They'll preach to you. Ladies will go out and say they are plotting here. They all say, I don't want to plot here for you free. What style do you want? Why they are plotting? They will preach the gospel. So we say they are washing cars for free. People come and be parking their cars. They'll be washing it. But it's not the interesting thing. When they, when they go out like that, it's not just the student too. Even people who were commissioners, I mean commissioners, semi commissioners, were involved with them. Then, then his commissioner, his ushers were commissioners. Is it? They always, that, you know, in the humanity side, they, they, are, they are always serving them. They should serve us in church. They're the one carrying around doing, every, doing the service in church. You know, can you see how interesting it is? When you are, you, are, you are studying, as well as I oh, you cannot polish your shoe. And you say, okay. And you say, I am the commissioner of works. You know, you almost want to carry your leg away. You know, no, 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 no. I'm the commissioner of works. My name is so and so. I'm sure you know my name. If, then I want to talk to you about Jesus Christ. You know, you're like, okay. Unconventional way. People giving people haircut for free, plating for free, people washing people's clothes for free. People, they can enter a house. They don't, we just came here, we are from so and so church, but just clean up your house. Weed around your house. Needless to say, within a year, they had that result in the city of Joss. I used to go there. I'm about, but we can come up stage. Service starts at 8 o'clock. Service can be on till 5 p.m. Yeah. He can preach three messages in the service. Have three praise and worship. He, he has a gift of singing. His brother is Panam, Panam now, so you know. After that worship, you come and sing his own lady's own worship. It was such excitement. It was so exciting. I, mean, I was so, I wanted to, I must experience this church at least one Sunday. I left Zaria. 
I came around, I get to, I go to Jogata and the roads were still better, right? I came to Jogata around that 9.30-10. I still met two full services, you know what I mean? There was still full, person that watched message, person that watched message. Service then ended that day at 3 o'clock. So I was sending roads, I said, wow, service didn't end long. He said, what do you mean, did it end long? I said, it was 3 o'clock, ah, I was enjoying myself. I didn't even feel it. But you see, you see the crowd. And I kept wondering, what? what? And he's very nice, very playful guy. How? Everybody out there. Everybody out there doing the work of the ministry. Amen. Get involved. Use your gift. So people, you all go and start. I, I, I came one time, they invited me that they came. The Aguta Hall, they had, they had a, a show. They actually call it Saturday night show. And when you see the poster, you not see any, you not think there's anything believers about it. Myself and Abi, we came for it. Uh, Ahide, Ahide used to, used to be there. Uh, I think somewhere in Lagos right now. Could sing very well. I used to sing for now. They had this, they just came, they started rapping, dancing with all, with all the lights there. You see people, people were there even smoking. People started getting born again. I'm going to come and preach. Very, very unconventional. People, were, we had so many dance groups. I don't got a Saturday night show. Everybody want to come. After all the lectures we've got throughout the whole week on Saturday, they want to relax. And guess what? On Sunday, you see them just in rows going to church. We need to wake up. Say amen. amen. Glory to God. So I now have 10 more minutes. Let's open our Bible to 1 Corinthians 13. I'll say one thing. Let me add one more thing to it. Let me know. I've made minimal, meaningful progress. But let me also add one more progress to it. As we go today. As they talk about the generals, primarily, primarily, ministry is yielding to the love of Christ in you. Amen. Amen. Ministry is what? Yielding to the love of Christ in you. As, as a born again Christian, the love of Christ is shared abroad in your heart by the Holy Ghost. Romans 5 5. So this. Agape love, this love that is, it cannot be seen anywhere but in God. It's in us. Say amen. amen. I'll not read many scriptures right now because I, I want to finish our time. But I'll just quote it. We'll move, we'll continue from there on Tuesday. You see, Bible says that there, there came a leper and worshipped Jesus Christ and said, if that way, that can make me close. And Bible says, and Jesus Christ was moved with compassion. Ministry is yielding to the love of God in you. Love of God in you. Move with compassion. He said, I will be that cleansed. Immediately, his leprosy was cleansed. And that place, Jesus Christ taught and saw them, saw a lot of people, like sheep without shepherd. And Bible says, he was moved with compassion and he taught them. Ministry is yielding to the love of Christ in you. 
into the love of Christ in you. But move with compassion. Our next step I say, it's not interesting. Look at 1 Corinthians 13 verse 1, where we are. Look at 1 Corinthians 13, I mean, 1 Corinthians 12, 1 to the end. It's talking about ministerial gifts or that kind of ministry. Both ministerial manifestation of the Spirit of God and ministerial gift. Then, 13 is talking about the agape love of God. Then, 1 Corinthians 14 is talking about ministry, ministerial gift. Instruction today. Why do you think that the Holy Ghost speaking right in the middle there? Remember, it was not placed in chapter and verse. Right in the middle there, that is talking about love. Because that is in the, the, the summation. Let me use mathematic word. That is the summation of ministry. You yielding to God's love on the inside of you. If the love of God is not, if, if it's not coming out of God's love, it's not God. It's not God. And let me tell you, it has no eternal value. I want to say that again. Then we'll read. If it's not coming out of the love of God, it is not God. And it has no eternal value. It does not matter how many people you gather. It's not the gathering people. It doesn't even matter if seemingly you perform miracles. Yes, because Jesus said that eh, many will come and say, didn't I, I, I prophesy in your name? I, I did miracles in your name. He said, depart from me, you workers of iniquities. For I do not know you. You, know, you actually thought that Jesus was joking when he said that. And you actually think that Jesus was lying when he said that they, they said they did miracles in his name. They said they prophesied in his name. So they actually prophesied. They actually did miracles. What you call them what? Workers of iniquity. Why is that? It was not coming out of the agape love of God. It has no eternal value. Now look at this place. Say, though I speak with tongues of men and of angels, and I have not charity. I am becoming a sounding brass and a tinkling cymbal. Talks of men. Talks of angels. You see, and I have no charity. See, you are just noise. They're just noise. The next verse. The next verse. Quickly. Five more minutes. See, and though I have the gift of prophecy and I understand all mysteries and all knowledge and though I have all faith so that I can remove mountains and I have not charity, I am nothing. No eternal value. Son of God, can you imagine somebody having all faith to move mountains? Can you imagine somebody understanding all mysteries? And knowledge. I mean, those are those are the in depth of manifestation of the spirit of God working right under the anointing of a ministerial gift. 
You know what I mean? Because listen, everyone can prophesy. Yet I'm not appointed to prophesy. Every case I prophesy. But when it comes to a prophet prophesying, that prophecy is coming upon the wings of a ministerial gift. It has more authority and more power. And that's what you say. That's why I use the word all mysteries, all knowledge. This is not just a gift of a spirit operating through a lay Christian. This is a gift of a spirit coming upon the wings of the ministerial gift. When we enter ministerial gift, uh, uh, spirit of God, we will explain more. But that is it. That's how he did it. And he said that the Holy Ghost said that, that person is what say, I am what? Nothing. I am nothing. You may have faith to and go and stand under the anointing and your point at Zuma Rock, right? And you move it. Like that guy in the in the X-Men. You just move it. Like that. Oh yeah. And you go to Gabala's side and drop it. So who will say Jesus is not Lord? <laughs> Change the whole geography system of Nigeria. Bible says that you don't have love. It's not coming out of love. It says you are nothing. You are nothing. The next one. The next one. Verse 3. Say, and though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, and though I give my body to be burnt, and I have no charity, it profited me what? Nothing. Ah, when I saw this one, I was debuting this one. This one troubled me. Because I, I could not separate that. I mean, how can I give all my goods to the poor and yet it's not in love? How can I give my body to be burnt and yet it's not in love? Somehow there's a fine line between both of them. Ministry must come out of ministry must come out of the agape love of God on the inside of you. Or else it's not a sir. Or it has no eternal value. We can all dance Shabbat here on earth too. When you cross over. And you are crossing over one day. Then suddenly you are faced eternal value with what you have been doing here on earth. Then it started describing what love is. And that is what ministry is. And let me tell you, if your ministration is not coming out of this, right, you need to check yourself. You are running a vino. Paul said that he came and spoke to the apostles. So I, I hope, hoping that I hope I'm not running a vein. There's a possibility. I don't kid me about it. I'm telling the truth. There's a possibility of running a vein. And I don't know about you. I don't want to be in that, in that place. After everything, yeah, you, you run in vain. Ah, no, sir. No, sir. As I'm preaching, you see, as I'm preaching, I told you recently, uh, some days, but I say, reward, God reward faithfulness. Not what you do, not, 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 not post, pardon me, 
faithfulness. Right? But I get, I, I want you to know that that faithfulness must come out of love because as I'm preaching this message, is it coming out of the agape love of God inside of me? Or is it coming out of envy? Is it coming out of jealousy? Or to hurt someone? How my popular talk about love is in romance. Say, love worketh no ill to us is never. Therefore, love is the fulfillment of the law. So that thing you are saying, that thing you are doing, is it going to hurt somebody else? Is it going to hurt somebody else? Under the pretense as, under the pretense that, let's have prayer, prayer point. We need to, we need to agree. We need to agree. Ah, no, no, no. We need to pray for Pastor DJ. Sorry, sir. <laughs> you just start running your mouth. No, it's just, it's, it's because I want to agree. It's a lie. You want to gossip. It's not coming out of love. Say amen. It's walking in towards your neighbor. It's destroying your neighbor's name. It's destroying his reputation. It's not love. Thank you, sir. It's not ministry. That's no eternal value. If you like, fast 40 days. Nothing will come out of it. Say amen. amen. Glory to God. Nothing will come out of it. Glory to God. But Samba, ministry, right? Come from what? The agape love on the inside of you. We see that in Jesus. We see that. I, I will give you more example next week. John Ginnick. John Ginnick was praying for one woman in South Africa that had cancer. And, and the woman, the doctor said that they cannot help her, that she's going to die. That even this painkiller is just to relieve the pain, but just a little. The woman said that the painkiller is not going to do anything. She's not going to even take the painkiller anymore. So John Jinek was always with her. And that is agape love. So he said I was with her. The lady has slept up. So he just let him, let him just go home. And he quickly just take his bath, change clothes, and come back. By the time he was coming back, two blocks away, she had the woman crying. He said compassion. The compassion, the agape love of God, just rose up. He said he didn't, he didn't even do it. He just started running. He said he ran, went into the bedroom, grabbed the woman, right? And just started crying. And while he was crying, every pain disappeared. All the cancer got disappeared. The woman was completely healed. The agape. Compassion. Ministry is you yielded the compassion of God. On the inside of you. Everything. The woman was completely healed of terminal cancer. Allow the love of God. Amen. To move you. Amen. To talk to your neighbor that needs Christ. That your friend in the office that needs Christ. To lay hands on that, that, that person you always be that is sick. And pray this. Allow the, allow the love of God on the inside of you.
Can we stand to our feet, please? Thank you, Lord. You all lift up your hands and give him thanks, give him praise. Thank you for listening. Messages are freely available. Visit www.savannaministries.org for more information.